walked into a bar. I'm Sean O. Bernie S. Hi. Well, we're uh, well, we're still drinking the same beers. Yeah. I think so. We're, if you listen to the last episode, that's what we're drinking. I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking an IPA. So we're feeling it already. And uh, I'm drinking a Belgian wit beer brewed with hibiscus. So, what 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 is a Belgian beer then? So what's the difference like? Because it's not a sour, right? No, it's not a sour. So the, what is a Belgian? The Belgian wheat beer, um, essentially, it, the the main difference between this and like other beers is basically the yeast. If I remember correctly, if I'm not, please please correct me. If I know anything about the internet, is that people are more than happy to give you the right answer when you provide the wrong answer first. Oh man, I ain't no shit about that. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. So again, so Belgian wheat beer is differentiated from other beers because of the yeast. Correct me, internet. Correct yeah. me. On a slightly off-topic note, now that you mentioned that, yeah. I just read the craziest fucking story that there was this guy who, he had a gut infection oh, yeah. or something like that, and it was causing beer to brew in his stomach, and he would get drunk all the time whenever he ate carbohydrates. Wow. And his family thought he had a drinking problem, he got a DUI and all this stuff, and he said, I, I didn't drink, I didn't drink. And they couldn't figure out what was up. They thought it was something with this colon, so they gave him stuff and it stopped for a while ended up it, it was something to do with he did construction of tearing things down and they think he breathed in some kind of mold and it got in his gut and it stayed there and when he ate carbohydrates it fermented and made beer and he got drunk as piss wow so he's cured now and he doesn't he doesn't get drunk on his own <laughs> you know like I, I'm sure there would have been a way to 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 harvest some of that yeast that he had in his gut. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So what's this? Same thing. Same thing. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. So and he, so here is to hoping that I can make my own beer. Yeah. In my gut. In your in your gut. <laughs> yeah. Ale of Nando. Yeah. Oh man, you could take Uber every place. You'd never have to drive again. <laughs> oh man. Your honor, your honor. Yeah. I swear I was not drinking and driving. I, I don't drink and drive, uh, your honor. I ate, I ate a slice of bread. Yeah, man. I went to Subway. Yeah, so they, so doctor's orders, he couldn't, he couldn't eat carbohydrates for six weeks mm. uh, while he took some kind of antibiotics. Um, oh, wow. So I'm sure he, lo- yeah, antibiotics for sure. He, I'm sure he lost weight during the whole thing. You know, yeah. Car- not carb loading and yeah. such. So having said that. What are our topics today? You, you know how cheap it would be to, to be him and to, if you want to get drunk. Eat a bag of chips. Get, 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 go, to, go to the store and get some Wonder Bread. Yeah. <laughs> great you wonder if that'd be like drinking a, a, a glass of night or a bottle of nitrine or something. <laughs> uh, Boone's Farm. You know, just that's, that's the cheap buzz. Yep. If you get, got some good good potato chips. That's right. It'd be higher quality beer. Drink it. All eat, organic. Eat a baguette. Yeah. Talk um, about organic beer, huh? <laughs> Hey, hey! Shit, that is pretty good. Now I'm really curious about this. Dude. Like, like seriously, like there's there's all kinds of yeasts. Yeah. So yeast that you use in beer, it can be anything. It can be essentially it's any bacteria that will essentially produce an alcohol that tastes good, right? I mean, because there's a lot of bacteria. It didn't have to taste good. It just went straight to his gut. Exactly. Tastes exactly. like hell. Cheap date. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So you can essentially any bacteria can be used to make beer. Um, or any alcohol, really. Like the the trick is that it has to taste good, obviously, uh-huh. right? Not or and not tasted rancid or yeah. terribly. So um, I, I wonder, dude. I wonder. Huh. Yeah, you can make you can make beer out of a really weird or with really let's let's call them exotic yeasts. Ugh. 
Yeasts. Yeah, I was calling that for for the fact we don't want to gross out our audience or myself. Exotic. <laughs> Yeasts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. All right. So, so earlier we were talking about having more of like an in-depth look into each other and our yeah, thoughts yeah. and our beliefs. Yeah, this is good. So, it's sort of, sort of more an interview format where we talk about uh, where we came from, where we're going, our dreams, our hopes, aspirations, screen down. desires, thoughts, innermost dreams, intimate thoughts. <laughs> so, so here we go. So ask away. So for the, any new listeners, uh, I'm I'm the libertarian, and and, and Fernie's the the progressive. Progressive. So, so he's in, he's in a he's in a question my libertarianness. No, not question. No, not question. Delve. Yeah, delve. He, Pride. He, he's a he, he's going to inquire. There you go. There you go. Find out. Find find out. Inquiring, Ferns want to know. There you go. All right. So, in in the most general sense, what what does libertarianism mean to you, or libertarian libertarian thoughts and values? The thing that means the most to me is is uh, civil rights. I mean, that that was the thing. I mean, I came to libertarianism from the left, and that that's probably the smaller number of libertarians. I've seen some estimates of like. You know, like a third comes from here, a third comes from the right, third comes from the left, and then there's that middle group that was just you know kind of there. Um, I came to to it because civil rights meant a lot to me, and uh, you know I was against the war on drugs, and I felt that the Democrats were best at it at the time. You know, I I bought into that, so I grew up. You know, from the time I could vote till till sometime during the the which I started voting in 88. So the first, uh, you know, I voted Democrat. From there until I voted for Bill Clinton the, the second time, too. And sometime during his second term, I decided there's no way in hell I'm voting for them again. Uh, especially when Al Gore came around, and I was not fond of the censorship issues his wife was about. Uh, I just I refused to I refused to vote for Democrats. I I I had heard of the Libertarians. I liked what they th- said. You know, I always agreed with what they said. That everything that they said kind of fit in like with what I was saying. But I was in that group of people that felt I didn't want to waste my vote. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to I didn't want to lose and get stuck with the lesser of two evils and. Finally, I just decided to vote on principle. And if I feel if more, more people voted on their principles, we wouldn't be in this fucking mess. People vote out of fear. So, yeah, civil rights, anti-war, those are the things that really brought me to the Libertarian Party. And it's funny because, you know, I didn't know a lot of the thoughts that I had were Libertarian. Uh, I heard, I, I would listen to Dan Carlin's podcast, Common Sense, and he would talk about libertarian thoughts, and I was like, "Shit!" I would think I think the same way. I didn't realize that was part of libertarianism. I hadn't read into it. I was just there for the civil rights uh, aspect for everybody. It doesn't matter if it's for gay people, people of color, for women, uh, for immigrants, uh, you know, for handicapped people. I, I I think libertarians are best on on civil rights. Always have been. Always will be. Uh, so the the more I learned about it, especially when it came to economic things, it even made more sense. You know, the government, the government's a fucking mess. You know, you can't trust government to take care of things. They're gonna jack the price up on everything. They're gonna um, they're gonna take away choices. 
Uh, you know, they, they're just so awful on so many things. And the less of government that we have, the better. Uh, libertarian is based on uh, people helping each other out. And the government makes it hard to help people out. Like here in California, it's illegal to feed homeless people. People have gotten arrested for giving out their old prescription glasses uh, to homeless people and stuff like that. If people were allowed to help people out uh, without the state getting involved, I don't think we'd be in as big a mess as we are about things. You know, but, you know, the government's just, they're not going to make things better. The Democrats out here have taxed us to death, saying they're going to make homelessness problem go away and it's only got fucking worse it just goes to show you they what they want to do isn't helping so that does that answer that well um well there's a lot of lot of ways to um ten, a lot of tangents that we can go on uh so for example um where are, are there any examples of where a libertarian government whether it's city state or national at a national level uh, has been implemented, and what's been the result of that? Yeah, there's been a few uh, cities that have elected uh, libertarian mayors, um, and what they did is they, uh, man, uh, Jeff Hewitt, he's from Riverside County. I can't remember what city he ended up being the mayor of, and now he's a city assessor or something like that. So he's one of five votes as a city assessor, so in Riverside. I think it's Riverside, yeah. So there's two Democrats, two Republicans, and he's the third voice. And he always goes for less government. Uh, the fire union, and I, I, you know, I'm very pro-firefighter and stuff like that. I'm doing a song for firefighters to help them out because I realize not everybody can afford private this and that or whatever. You know, like Kanye and his wife. Uh, you know, they, they can hire their own private... Uh, firefighters and stuff. So the rest of us need some sort of uh, firefighter. So the union was trying to force him to hire more firefighters. It would have cost the city, I think he said, one to two million dollars more. And he said they didn't have it in their budget. And they were going to force him to do it, even though they didn't need them. The firefighters didn't even feel they needed them. And so he fought with the unions, and, you know, all the Republicans and Democrats said, don't take this fight, you know, you're not going to fucking win against the union, especially firefighter union. You know, who, who has a problem with firefighters, right? So he, he ended up fighting with the union, and he ended up getting the union firefighters moved out, and he hired a private firm. To do with, firefighting? Yeah, to do the firefighting of the city. So they are the new firefighters, and he, he negotiated a price with them uh, according to what they wanted. And if I'm not mistaken, each firefighter it got paid more and had better benefits under this plan. And they didn't have to follow what the union said. And not only that, they actually ended up being able to hire more firefighters at a lesser cost because the overhead was not there anymore. Mm. And, you know, so that, that's a perfect example. Because when I first heard about that, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know how that's going to go over. And I read about it. it. It seems like, you know, other cities were looking for that. And the, the, there's two people, well, the, the, hair, the, the chair of the Libertarian Party, Nick Zarwak, he, uh, he's, he, he wants that big umbrella idea of Libertarian. So they let in somebody like Bill Weld. I, I'm not a fan of. Uh, there's another guy, Todd Hagopian, 
who's going to, I think he might run against him as the Libertarian chair. And he wants the Libertarian Party to focus, not to give up on the, 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 the presidency, but to focus local because he goes, that's where, right now we cannot fight the big money that, these, uh, that the Democrats and Republicans can throw at us in a presidential election. There's just no way. Even though we got more bang for our buck, we still got less than 5%. So he wants to go local, and uh, I think that's going to be a very smart way for the Libertarian Party to go because then we'll get real Libertarian ideas at the grassroots, and those people will have political clout as Libertarians. They can show what they've done as a Libertarian to build up to a more national thing, senators and so on. So yeah, I'm hoping hoping the libertarianism goes local. So, but there are also there's there's a great story of a town in Mexico uh, where they kicked out all the politicians, they kicked out all of the police, and technically they are under anarchy. Mm. And you know the town council, you know of the elders, I guess, come together and they you know they they say who can come in and out of the town because they don't want. They won't let any politicians in. They won't let any cops in. And they run their town the way they want to. And it's by consensus of the people who live there. That little social group says what goes on in their town despite everything else that's going on in Mexico. They fight. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm against the war on drugs. I Wait, think this, this, this is in Mexico? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what you're I, I couldn't pronounce it if my life depended on it. If you just look up Mexican town anarchy, it's going to pop up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great story. Okay, so another tangent um, that I wanted to follow up on. Um, where do you see, where are, okay, so what are the, if you had to boil it down to bullet points, what are the libertarian values? And how did the Republicans fail to embrace libertarianism or libertarians? And how did the Democrats fail to embrace libertarians? Oh, I don't know why they failed to do it, either of them. Because, like I said, the Libertarians, since their inception, since 71, have been for LGBTQ rights. You think we were still in Vietnam? They were against the Vietnam War. They've been against every war we've gotten into since then. So I think that was an important voice to hear. Even um, Star Wars? Well, no, they're probably very pro-Star Wars. There's some good Libertarian nerds out there. <laughs> uh yeah, but the Reagan Star Wars, I'm sure they were against. Right? expensive. Yeah, so, you know, and again, what, what did he get us? Nothing, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I see, I see libertarianism, it's going to hit up more local. I mean, the the Los Angeles Libertarian Party's getting big. I was, I'm happy as fuck to see that. I see, uh, I see people posting the, the Libertarian uh, new, News Network is, is great on, on Facebook. And it's got lots of stuff from, uh, the West Side L.A. Libertarians. I mean, they're great. A uh, lot, lot of great information coming out about that. But what, what was the other part of your question? Um, the first part is where do you see... Well, um, I, I asked two questions, or three, really. Uh, where do you see libertarianism going? Uh, why did the Democrats fail to embrace, or why did the GOP fail to embrace? Yeah, I, I think the reason they fail... The, the, the people have failed to vote libertarians because of the fear. You know, if I... Well, fuck, if I, if I vote... Libertarian, then then that other guy's going to win. The Republicans going to win, or the or the Democrats going to win. You know the same thing that kept me from voting for Ron Paul in '88. You know when he ran as a Libertarian. Mm. You know you had uh, I don't even remember who the Democratic candidate was in '88. No, I don't. 
with her Dukakis, her, maybe. Dukakis and yeah. Bush. Yeah, Bush and Dukakis. I think I voted for Dukakis like a fool. Papa Bush. Yeah, and, you know, I could have voted for Ron Paul. Uh, it makes me mad just thinking about it. Mm. You know, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's sad. Um, so, yeah, I see the libertarians taking over locally. And it's going to take us a while before we hit the presidency, I'm sure. But I'm still going to vote for it because I, I want people, I want that voice, that non interventionalist voice and I, I'm so tired of people saying libertarians are are uh, isolationist we're not isolationist we, we want we want people to have uh, communication with each other we want people to trade and things like that I think your other question like what are the principles of libertarianism mm, the values yeah the values you know we have the non-aggression principle you know you, you can't do something that's going to harm somebody else and something, the way that the LP is changing, I see a lot more green libertarians. I mean, there's pages of uh, from libertarians talking about the environment and ways to fix it. Uh, there's a girl who recently, I think she's 16 years old, and she invented something that takes plastic out of the water. Mm. And she got almost no news coverage. Almost none. And that's, that's, a, that's a young kid who could be eligible for the Nobel Peace Prize, who actually did something that physically cha could change the world. But Greta Thunberg, or how we pronounce her name, she just said stuff, right? She didn't, she didn't invent anything. And, did, you know, great, she, she's bringing attention to it. I can't, give, I can't bash her for that, that the, the climate is fucked up, the world is fucked up. But it's amazing to me that somebody that actually went out and invented something that could help the world, nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Why isn't you know, why aren't they making these things and getting plastic out of the water? If the, if that is the case. Any any other values before we wrap up? Anti so anti war, not aggression, uh, no anti anti war on drugs. I guess the, the other thing is volunteerism. You know, uh, people need to volunteer. And the government quite often makes it impossible for us to volunteer. You know, like, like I said, you know, people would hand out glasses, uh, prescription glasses to homeless people or people who are needy, and they're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed to hand out food. You know, only the government can, can do these things. And if people were allowed to help people, if it was easier for people to help people, I think a lot of people would. They make it really easy for people to be lazy and not do it. Well, fuck, you know. And, you know, there, there are obviously some people that are never going to be helpful, so they're never going to volunteer. But, you know, I mean, they might not have anything in their life either. So, you know, so, you know like, the volunteerism. And the last thing I would say is self-responsibility. If I want to smoke weed, if I want to drink beer, uh, it's my responsibility for what I do to myself. It's not the government's job to save me for myself. It's not the government's job to tell me what I can and can't do because of I'm an atheist. I don't want the I don't want I don't want religious things posed on me because people in the in the in the in the government are religious or vice versa. I don't want uh, you know I'm not going to impose my atheist views on somebody either. I mean that's what communism tried to do, right? You know they they eradicated religions, and it's, I think it's a bad fucking mistake. I think people need to come to their own conclusions their own way and you know some people might take a while it might take generations for people to actually stop hating each other but we can't legislate away hate people gotta we have to all be free to be ourselves and 
to associate with who we want, and people have to learn to respect people for who they are. And we we also got to admit we're not all going to ever get along. I mean, there are some people that just aren't going to like each other for one reason or another. And we can't legislate that. What we can do is make sure that the government doesn't infringe on people's rights. We can't necessarily keep people from infringing on somebody's rights. You know, we can't uh, stop somebody, unless they're breaking the law, right? Like stealing their stuff, that kind of stuff we can do. But you can't, you can't make somebody like somebody. You can't make somebody's kids hang out with somebody's kids that they don't like or something like that. And I'm not talking about just race. You know, we can't force people to say that they have to do these things. Uh, only, only time and common sense can help those, those kind of issues. And the best way to fix that is for people to be free and be the best, best self that they can be. That make sense? Yes. Any last thoughts? Before, before we move on. Move on to the progressive side of things. Yes. Yeah, I just I think uh, I think libertarians leave it open for everybody to be themselves. If you want to live in a socialist group, like say the Amish or the German Baptists, they are socialists that live within this capitalist system. They take care of themselves. They live according to their own rules, and they do just fine like that. And I think everybody could live in groups like that. Uh, especially with the web the way that it is, or the internet the way that it is. You could have giant groups of people around the world who all believe in the same things, who fight for the same rights, and negotiate it amongst that group, and as opposed to giving government the power to do those things for us. Because when we give government the power, we, we negate our responsibility to, of what we can do, period. Good. So, as a progressive, then, how do you feel? Because the first time I, I, the first progressive president that there ever was, as far as I understand, was Teddy Roosevelt, a Republic, Republican. You know, he was the, you know, he had the Progressive Party. Not, so, not FDR. No. You're talking about Teddy. No, Teddy was first. In now, the nineteenth. Yeah, the yeah, nineteen somethings. And yeah, Rose, both Roosevelt's in. Yeah, because you know, uh, uh, FDR did the great, the the the, the New big deal. New Deal or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, so, how do you see progressivism going in the future, and why do you put faith in government as opposed to uh, the smaller, more social group? Well. Um yeah, that's, that's a big question. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, over the last 20 years, let's say 30 years, 30, for 30 years since I you know, um, started living in this country. One of the, um, it was very easy to see so what the American, I was, what, um, <laughs> no, no, in the last 30 years, when I had more awareness of, after living in the United States for a little bit, um, seeing what the American dream was supposed to be, seeing what the big talking points about living in the U.S. were, seeing what people liked to promote about what an American meant and what America, what America was and what America strove for, what it promoted, what it defended. Uh, and one of those things was this, this idea of uh, American exceptionalism. And, you know, it only took maybe into my college years realizing that a lot of that was really out of 
reach for a lot of people uh, through a lot of different ways. One, through race. Two, uh, through through the, the idea, uh, the, the false idea that college would guarantee a middle-class existence. Uh, and three, that government would be there to protect you from all of these from these things, right? I love everything you just said. And and instead, what what I saw was um, minorities, ethnic minorities in this country being pushed down merely because of the color of their skin. Um, people being treated differently because of their their legal immigrant status or illegal immigrant status. Um, also, seeing college students being saddled with bigger and greater college debts. Uh, people being priced out of homes, people going bankrupt because in, in, uh, because of medical expenses, people not being able to you know say to themselves, "I'm going to go to the doctor because I have this pain, but I can't because I, I can't afford it." You know that, and seeing that and, and realizing that those things are out of reach for a lot of people, not because they're lazy, not because they don't work hard, not because they decided that they weren't gonna take care of themselves, but rather because of a system that essentially just seems incredibly unfair. A system that's either set, set up through the government, not necessarily by the government, but through the government because of lobbyists, corporations, writing the laws, think tanks, uh, lawyers, and all these people that are essentially putting these policies on the desks of politicians that are approving them. So whether it was a Republican uh, administration or a Democrat, Democratic administration, a lot of these laws that ended up hurting people, whether it was because of how much favoritism it gave to corporations, um, because of how it decided to treat the drug war, uh, because of how it decided to treat immigrants, essentially was incredibly negative, injurious, damaging to all of us. And then, and then you can compare that to uh, Scandinavian countries, countries that had socialist or socialistic governments, whether it's through healthcare, whether it's how they made public education free or at very low cost, and comparing that to what we have, and realizing that that's not the way it should be, realizing that the governments that we had from, and again, from my college years, from Clinton to Bush, uh, through Obama and now Trump, seeing that there's always a party that tries to go in one direction that I try to see as positive. Not entirely something that I sat behind. Not, not like the Democrats, uh, you know, had, you know, and we've talked about this before, how the Democrats are an umbrella for what liberal values, values are supposed to be social, economic, financial, environmental, uh, when it comes to civil rights, LGBTQ. But not everybody under the democratic umbrella will, argue, will agree about what should be a democratic value, right? Mm. But, it, but if you had progressive values, you, you would tend to go in that direction. But you couldn't, if you were progressive or leftist, you couldn't always agree with the Democrats we're talking about. But they just happen to be leaning in the same direction as you were. <laughs> two things. Two things you said. Then. Excuse me. Yeah, you might need some beer to fix that. Oh, I might. The two things you said there. You said that the government won't be there to protect you. Second Amendment. 
you also said that you realized that a college degree isn't going to get you what you thought it was, but you guys want free college. I mean, we figured out, like, if everybody has a B.A., is a BA going to be worth as much? Well, we'll see. I, that's um, what, what I see. The, the, the value of a the value of education is immeasurable. I think yeah, it's very you valuable. Say things through like uh, through apprenticeships and stuff. Right, right. But the, the what, what I'm you can get an out real to, working. To clarify know. my point, um, I think education is absolutely valuable for anybody. Now, the the, the promise that it will get you a much higher wage or that it will put you to the middle class. Um, and I should have been more clear on, on this. Um, the possibility that a degree will take you to a middle class existence, that would be great. That would be awesome. Uh, but what's kept us, uh, or what's kept people that have gotten BAs, people that have gone to college, people that have taken out loans to be able to, you know, seek out this, this American dream, um, have been able to reach it is because of the high cost of college. Your, your people are being saddled with school loans in hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you spend the next, the first ten years after you graduate from college, trying to pay that shit off, and that's before you even try to buy a home. You know what you're really buying with a college degree is you're showing that you can conform to this system. Number one, you know you can be this person. When they ask you for a degree, when you go for a job, they're saying, "Can this guy make it through college? You know, can he toe the line? You know, do this and that." And the other thing is, you know, you're you're, you're buying into the to the uh, the cult of that. Well, I went to Yale, you know, and you know, you go to a place and this guy working there. He goes, "Well, I went to Yale too. He must be a good guy." So you went in that club. Maybe you're not. You're not. I don't think you're paying for an education. I think you're paying for that club. Well, I went. That's to Yale. arguable. I went to. I went. Huh? Arguable. But you know, there's some nepotism there. You know, like it's, so. It's so, arguable. Huh? Arguable. Yeah. You mean you don't agree, or you? No, I don't agree. No, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's true for some people. Absolutely. Yeah, some of that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean obviously, nothing, nothing I say is going to be a hundred percent. Right. But that 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 is the way that it is for some people. Yes. And I think that you know the problem is that it has. There's no. There's not enough choice. I think online schooling and stuff is going to help out with that some. Well, yeah. I mean, whether, whether it's online, whether it's in person, whether it's correspondence. Uh, I mean, nepotism aside, cult aside, if you want to be an engineer. You can't just do it by, by, by wishing to be an engineer. You, know, that, my, my you have grandpa, to learn it. That, yeah, my grandpa didn't go to school to be an engineer. But he, I think he was like a, a janitor at a place. And he, you well, know, he, just, he, he learned how to put the machines together, well, if, and he became an engineer. Well, if you can do, if you can do that and become a doctor... Then good. Uh, that, yeah, that might you know you can't do that, but you know you can't do it. Be a lawyer here in California. Yeah, you have to yeah, do a bill to pass yeah, the absolutely. It, it, that's and, what and I'm that's saying. That's a beautiful rule. That's what I'm saying. That's a beautiful fucking rule. If you if you can do that, then you can test right out of those classes and be and be a fucking lawyer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that, that's great. That's one thing where California's got that dead ass right. You know that somebody can just be a lawyer if you if you have the knowledge and the skills to do it. Like say Willie Nelson's son, he's a hell of a musician. And he didn't have to go to school for that. Does he need a degree to prove that he can play and teach somebody music or something? Obviously, he doesn't need to do that, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. So, I think, I think basically what you said was about civil rights, and that's exactly why I was a, uh, was a Democrat. Because civil rights do matter. I mean, okay, they so do. People are trampled. And the government in particular is not supposed to trample people's rights. Everybody's supposed to... The... the, 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 the the government should be blind, period. 
it should be blind when it comes to what somebody looks like, what their ethnicity is, what their religion is. Everybody should be treated the same. I, I, I think ideally, probably 40, 50 years, I think that should be the goal. But right now, the government should not be blind. The government should acknowledge the way it treats its people of color differently. No, that, that, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, that's true. Like, would you call white privilege? I don't see it as privilege. That's just the way it should be. A cop should be able to come to you, and you know, if they want to talk to you and see what's up, they come talk to you and see what's up. You know, and if I get shitty with them, then they, they, they might have a reason to fuck with me or whatever. But I, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, in general, what people call white privilege is just what it should be like. You know, black people and brown people aren't treated like that. They're they're denied that freedom. Yeah, it's not a privilege that I have. It is. No, 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 no. no. See, it's not a privilege. It is. No, no, no. See, that's the word that's wrong. It's not a privilege. That's the way that it should be. I got I I got what I'm supposed to have. That's not a privilege. You're being denied that privilege. And, And freedom is not a privilege. It's a fucking right. It's a right. There's a saying called, or the thing. Um, to those that have enjoyed a privilege, equality feels like oppression. So for, for those people that have had that type of privilege for hundreds of years. Like I said, it's not... For 400 you're, years you're, you're, calling, you're still calling freedom a privilege. It's not a privilege, it's a right. Well, and it's, when, it's a human right. When other you people guys are have being it... Denied, yeah, that's right. You guys are being denied don't have human it. rights. It's so a privilege. That, that's that's, that's not... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not... What would you call it? Like I said, I, I got the rights that I'm supposed to have. I want to fight so that you have those same rights. Period. So how, how would you call this phenomenon that, that pervades our society? Yeah, that's for just straight up fucking racism. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. When you say white privilege, it makes me guilty of something. Like, oh, you got this stuff. You do. No, I got, I got what I'm supposed to have. And actually, no, I don't even have that. I, I might I might be held back some too. I'm poor. I'm not one of these rich white folks. No, no. Uh, so you, you might, okay, I am well, held back. Well, so but white, but white freedoms. privilege exists outside of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people it's, that enjoy about, a lot of the privileges there's, there's that you don't have, privilege. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah no, like I saw this guy going crazy with a gun or something like that. He was white, and the cops didn't shoot him. If that had been a black guy, I mean, if he would even looked at him cross-eyed, they would have shot him. That's white privilege. That's not white privilege. That's exactly that's that privilege. racism. No, that, that that's not that's not a privilege not to get shot. That's where you're wrong. It's not a privilege. It, it is a privilege not no, to get shot a, by the cops. See, no, that, that 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 to me, that that's a that's a that's a fucked up mentality. You think it's a privilege not to get shot? It's a right to, to not get shot. No, no, it, it it is fucked up that it exists. It is fucked yeah. up that it happens that way, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're, 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 you're. When two people have are in the same situation with the same set of circumstances, and the only difference between those two people is the skin color, and the outcomes are vastly different, and, and that and that difference is that the white person gets a much better uh, result. That's a benefit and a privilege. And it's not a privilege is something you get that other people don't. No, no, no. Right? That, that, By definition. That, hey Google, what's the definition of privilege? Hey Google, what's the definition of privilege? I don't think she wants to touch this. definition of privilege. A special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. A special. 
Yes. No, it's not special. It is. No, it is not special. When you're not that, getting no, shot by that, the cops. No, that, that, that's your that's your point. That that that, that is my point. No, no, that that that's the the death of your point. It's not special. That is what reality is supposed to be. Yes. You're being denied. Yes. It should be it, it should be called brown fucking denial more than white privilege. You know, period. Because that's really what it is. You're being denied. I'm not being denied. No, no, yeah, I, I, I agree. When, okay, when, it happens, when, when it happens to a person of color, yes, they're being denied their privileges. Yeah. Denied, denied, denied their yeah, rights. See, I don't even denied like the privilege. I don't, think, I don't think it's a privilege that brown people are looking for. I think it's fucking rights. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's the word you yeah. need to talk no, about. Well, to, to, Privilege to be divides. Clear. When, you, when you do that, it divides. But it, describe it for what it is. When it happens to brown people, it is they're being denied their basic rights, freedoms, mm-hmm. and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. But when it happens to a white person and, and on the opposite side yeah. of that, yeah. it's, it's a white that. privilege. That's exactly what it is. You're just being denied yours. Wait, 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 so why would you describe what happens to white people? Well, you act like every white person gets away with things. It's not always that way. Well, plenty, plenty of white well, people get shot. Well, I mean, well, I'm, okay, so you're talking about very specifically about this slice of white privilege, yeah. which is not getting shot by a cop. Yeah. But there's a hundred, if not thousands of different ways in well, which white people enjoy white privilege. Yeah. No, they're just, they're living and not getting fucked by the system. Right, but the, the system, that is white privilege. That that is the system and, being fucking racist. And yes, and whether so we're talking about whether we're talking about now, whether we're talking about Oklahoma, whether we're talking, we're talking about, about the same thing, nineteen fifties, right? whether we're talking about a hundred years ago, it was white privilege then. So other, and it is white other privilege than that now. word, we we're, we totally agree. Yeah, just the verbiage of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, how do you feel that the 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 this? So we'll go on from there. So how about? What's the difference between the 2016 election and the Democrats and this 2020? Oh, man. Well, um, other than the super delegates. Tanahasi Coates wrote this great article about the 2016 election. Who's that? He's a, he's a writer, a very, very, very intelligent writer, something that I really enjoy. And in fact, I saw him a couple of weeks ago when he was here in L.A. promoting his book. Um, he, he wrote this article called the first white president. And it talked about how, how Trump, the main reason why Trump was elected because was because he appealed to a lot of voters because he wielded the color of his skin, orange, uh, very, very effectively. Essentially to tell uh, the mainstream American voter that no matter how the smartest, uh, most eloquent black man was president as, as president, that the dumbest and even criminal uh, white man could be president, almost making them equal, even though they were obviously not. So essentially, saying Tanhasi wrote Tanhasi quotes in the in this article, essentially saying that the main reason that Trump was elected was elected was because he was willing to put his race forward, and I and I think that was a huge huge wake up call, not only for. Uh, Mainstream America, or people that that, did, that thought that we were past uh, having racism be such a big deal, but also for people like like me, who thought that no matter how racism existed still in this country, in like in the South or in certain parts of the Midwest, that there was a lot of latent racism still across the United States, and so so that that's one huge thing that I saw between 2016 uh, that arose out of 2016. Mm-hmm. 
Now, in, in terms of Bernie, which is how, how we started talking about this, is we saw, Bernie supporters saw, how the mainstream Democratic Party really wanted Hillary to be the candidate and did everything they possibly could to some. push her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from Donna Brazil uh, giving Hillary Clinton debate questions ahead of time, oh, from, from people actively discouraging um, Bernie, physically, or letting him know that he was not a Democrat, had not been a Democrat, and did not deserve to be included in the Democratic ticket. We saw that. But we were more than happy to support Bernie and support Bernie as a Democrat because we saw where this country needed to go in a much more progressive direction. Yes, where the government, where we, where we can put people that we trust, people that we uh, believe hold the same values that we do, to put policies in place that would help people. Not corporations, but people. Especially now when it's so fucking clear that that the, this generation, us, us, this generation, has let down, and the boomers have let down the millennials, who will inherit a planet where where their their where climate change is something that's not going to be fixed in our generation, where we have debt that like where social security is essentially going to be non-existent, where um, the yeah, economy that's, that's the boomers and the other generations did that shit. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nah, man, absolutely. We, we, no, we were we were the first ones to bear that brunt. But we didn't fix it. But we didn't. But we're not fixing it. We're not. We're we're, we're not. Yeah. No. We're no. Just I, not. No. No. I mean, who do you think the 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 the, the people our age? I mean, they're the ones who started these pushes towards this stuff. Towards yeah. progressive. Yeah. And libertarian. Like I said, you know, we agree on so much of this stuff. So much of the civil rights stuff we agree on. Yeah. Everything civil rights we agree on. Only thing we don't agree on is is you, you guys want the government to do things and we want the private sector to do it. Right. I right. want our neighbors to help us I want our neighbors to help us out. It'll make a more civil world. Well, one of the... One of the a more authoritarian world. One of the, the biggest, I think, differences that I see, um, and we should probably wrap up in a minute or two. All right. One of the biggest differences that I see and maybe, maybe also, like, and, and, and I think when we started, before I started thinking about this topic for you and I to discuss, is to see, uh, and actually it has to do with what Claudia mentioned, a couple episodes, or between episodes, that uh, there is a lot more overlap than, than difference. Yeah, yeah, way more. Right, and, and where we disagree, I mean, we're speaking also on things that we agree Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're just not touching a lot. Yeah, I, I say I say the majority of stuff. If we talk civil rights, we agree. Right. If right. we're talking, you know, war on drugs, pretty much we agree. I might be a little more extreme than you. So, so, but the, to to my to my point, the biggest difference, <laughs> speaking of division, the biggest difference that I see is that I think uh, uh, we do need the government, or we need something as powerful as the federal government, to be able to wield the power to protect the individual citizen from corporations directly from the Walmarts of the world, from the Amazons of the world, from having corporations that pay zero taxes, in fact, tax refunds from the U.S. government, uh, to prevent um, country uh, corporations like Chevron from being able to use their, all their money to pollute, to be able to keep um, pharmaceutical corporations uh, to be able to poison and kill people willy-nilly without, without any consequence, any major or criminal consequence to them, where, where I think the libertarian point of view would be like, let them do it. 
if they're selling and no and you forgot and, about and the market. No, harm. no, see that's where you missed the point. But let the market control. Let the this whole kind of the market. No, but if somebody's poisoning somebody, then that's illegal. Well, if they're if the libertarians are willing to put the regulations in place to be able to prevent corporations from doing that, then I can support that. That's no, what we overlook. Yeah, it's called murder. If you pour it for murdering people, that's murder. You know, and obviously the government, I mean, who ran the water in Flint? That was the government. That was the government. So, I mean, you know, the corporations uh, handed out bottles of water. They gave those. So the corporations actually helped those people out. Not the fucking city. Those people still are fucked. Right. So the government hasn't fixed their problem. I mean, but yes. That, that, yes. that, 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 that but, is the truth. But there are, Yes, that is the truth, but there are plenty of examples now and also. I'll, I'll go as far as to say. Facebook, for example, is not like respecting our privacy, right? Or, yeah. or, or the truth. Yeah. Right? Well, and you know, we all buy into that. You know, we, we you know, I, you don't, you don't have a Facebook page. I do. I post all kinds of shit. So I post only what I want people to see. Right, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, in this case... And I don't get my news it would, it, In this case, it would be the corporate, the government that would be able to put in regulation to, to have them clamp down on this, on something that can influence elections. On what? On, uh, in this specific case, having ads, political ads, that uh, put out uh, fake ideas, fake uh, I mean, you know, the rumors. reason... The reason people started getting their news from Facebook is because the mainstream media lied to us. So much. And, and, and one thing you got to understand is, I don't know if you remember, after after 9-11, I can't remember what it was called, but as part of the Patriot Act, I think, that they, I mean, I remember seeing it on TV, they talked about it, and they said something along the lines of, I actually read an article about it the other day, I wish I could tell you the exact article it was, but the government said, without a doubt, said that they were going to, in the future, give us misinformation. And they were going to use the news because they knew our enemies were watching it and they were going to not tell us the truth. So they said, if you see something wacky in the future, don't be surprised. And that, that was something I saw on, probably on CNN. Okay. Well, you know, given, and, given and, that, I think for, for us to so, be able to curtail So that's why people are looking at other places is because the news is so biased so opinionated and full of lies. Well, when we have outright lies being promoted, and people actually paying to promote these lies on Facebook, we would have to rely on the U.S. government. Or, I mean, that's just one example. Uh, from protecting people's lives through through pesticide corporations, through Chevron, through gun c companies, uh, you can't protect from them. Walmart. Gun companies are keeping us safe. Oh, no. <laughs> Right, go on. But the, that's that's where we would want the U.S. government to you know, take us. Like, yeah, us. you know, when, when, when the government, but keep in mind, it was the government who unleashed dogs on protesters for the pipelines, right? That, yeah. that was the government. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what they did. It was the government that shot people at Kent State. You know, it was the government that, that did all these interventions and stuff all over the world. Right. You know, that was the government. It wasn't corporations. Now, corporations have done their own things. They poisoned water in fucking India and shit like that. So they, the corporations have been uh, doing some bad things. And, and that's how we go in to fix it. Not, uh, and again, I would say it's not the absence of government that's going to fix these problems. Which is what libertarianism will be. No, no, absence of bad government. You know, yeah, there, there's some people who believe in complete anarchy, and I, I'm not, you know, if it was a small group, yeah, I could deal with that. But, uh, you know, on a country this big, you can't have fucking no laws. There has to, you can't have that. 
I mean, there has to be, I mean, if you murder somebody, you're going to fucking jail. If you steal people's shit, you're going to fucking jail. If you get in your car and you're drunk and you mow a bunch of people down, you're going to fucking jail. You know, those, those are laws. If, you, if you're a corporation and you poison the shit out of people, you know, the people who are behind that, uh, who are complicit in it, should go to fucking jail. Yeah. And I don't right. think any libertarian would say anything different than that. Right, right. And, and like, the uh, libertarians are coming around, I mean, you would be surprised how, how like, like, you know, Thomas Massey, you, know, you saw that video. He, obviously, he has the money to do it because he was an inventor and invented a bunch of shit. But he lives greener than mo- anybody else in Congress. And he's a Republican. You know, uh, so I, 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 think, uh, I think we're on the same page. But, you know, I think we're on the same page on a lot of stuff. Right. And, there, and there's, a lot of different, there's a lot of uh, similarities. Like right now, if there, was a liber- if there was at least some Libertarians and some Green Parties, who, Green Party people in, in Congress, you don't think it would be easier to hold the Republicans and Democrats accountable for their shit? Oh, it probably it probably would be. Yeah, I mean, I mean that the the, the bigger conversation there is why why do we have a two party system mm-hmm. or a bicameral system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very possible. That, that and, and that's what I was, I've, I've said before. I mean, Green Party and, and the Libertarian Party, twenty twenty eight. You know, probably probably it'll probably be that time before they're successful. But you get you got to build on it, so. I'm still voting, still voting Libertarian. There you go. I'm hoping Todd Hogopian or Nick Sarwak, whoever whoever's the chair of the Libertarian Party, gets it together and does something great. And uh, I also hope somebody from the Green Party gets their shit together too. And I wish I wish you guys the best uh, when we're all enjoying healthcare, universal healthcare, and free education. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take care of that. And maybe our universal, what is it, universal basic income? You know what the thing about that universal healthcare is, you know, like a lot of like the hospitals, they, I don't understand it exactly because I've heard a few people speak about it, but they have like <clears> a, a, a certain monopoly on things. They can keep smaller clinics from being opened, uh, stopping some places from doing their own testing on things so you have to go through these bigger corporations. Like Ron Paul, he wasn't allowed as a, as a doctor even though he had a lab at his thing to do the tests on some things at some point in time. So he had to send the tests off to another lab because the government changed the laws on it, and it cost him so much money, he had to pass that on to his patients. So he just said, to hell with it, I'm not doing that test anymore. You know, if somebody wants to do it, they can go to another doctor, I'm not going to do this or something like that. Or, or maybe he kept doing it. But the idea is, you know, the government caused that to be more expensive when he was quite capable of doing that. And, you know, they might say, well, it's because of this or that. You know, if, if a doctor fucks something up, he's going to get disbarred. Or not disbarred, uh, what do they call it when they kick it off? He loses his license. Yeah, he loses his fucking license. And, you know, that, that would take care of those kind of problems. I think like, it's disindeed. I think that's dis, disindeed? I hadn't heard that. No, I didn't Oh, I was like, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> Well, well, see, the first thought that I have when it comes to that, it's a, uh, the, the, way, the reason why that law was put in place was to protect these larger, the larger labs, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, see, and the, see, that would see some libertarians would call deregulation. That's something that has to... Like, libertarians are really pro, like, like if you have a nurse's license in, in South Carolina, you shouldn't have to get a new license when you come to California. Right. 
uh, you know, every state makes it, and it makes it harder for people to move from state to state. You know, like, if you want to teach at a school here, like my teacher, he had, he came from Hungary, and he graduated from the Franz Liszt Academy. Fucking awesome musician. And he had to come over here before he could get a job teaching. He had to go to USC and pay into the whole fucking system to get an American degree. He couldn't get hired on the merits that the Franz Liszt Academy is one of the best music academies in the fucking world. Way better than USC. You know? And it's, it's a fucking amazing that, you know, he had to go through that, pay all that money as an immigrant, you know, to, to pay for that when his credentials alone should have gotten him that job. You know? That's crazy to me. Well, I mean, on the the flip side of that is that if you go get a haircut, you want to make sure you can get your haircut by somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. I've had a few bad haircuts. I didn't go back. Right. I mean, but that's what a cosmetology license is supposed to be for. Okay, but that's fine. Should you have to get one in 50 states? No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, there's a good reason for it, and there's definitely overkill. And and, and cosmetology, I don't see why you'd have to have a fucking license. It's not like somebody's life's at stake if you get a bad fucking haircut. Right, no, I agree, but but they also have to learn about yeah, hygiene cert- and if you do want to have a certification or something like that, that's cool. It's a bonus. Or it's a bonus. Uh, if I come on her, she's certified. Well, well, if somebody's going to be applying chemicals to your hair, you want them to be able to that know what they're doing. Nice. Right. It would be nice. But that's but, but what I'm saying is that it's like, absolutely so if good. If you go into a place and there's a lot of people in there, chances are that place is good. If you go in there and there's nobody in that motherfucker, you mess with shit. I don't know. I'm, or somebody that sells real estate, you want them to have passed some sort of certification because they, they, they're supposed to know the laws before they sell you a house. Well, yeah, okay. There, there, there's something. If you can pass that test. like or, or, or a law degree. Yeah. Now, that's something like that. Or a nursing well, license. So, well, nursing is going to be the same. I mean, the nursing, obviously, yeah, you have to get a nursing license. You can't just go practice medicine. Right. But you shouldn't have to get another one to go to another state. Right, and that, doctors and that's, and that's the have to do that. And that's that's the, and, the, and that's that's the rub. Like 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 I think we can agree that yes, we absolutely need certain people to be able to license to be licensed so, at a minimum yeah. at a minimum, right? Yeah. And then that like well, where do we draw? Who all who all needs to be I mean, licensed? Do we need to license musicians? I don't think so. No. You know, do do we need to license? Uh, uh, you know, I don't know, there's a ton of things that could really not be licensed. You know, shit. Fuck, man. Uh, can't think of it right now. You know, uh, beer tasters, I guess. Or like a doula. Like, I don't think they need to be like. Or maybe they do need to. I, I don't know enough about doulas. I don't know. Who, I don't know yeah, that, yeah, they do have to be licensed. Yeah. By the state, the California Board of Doula Licensing. <laughs> I, I don't know. But they should. They should. Dietitians need to be licensed. You know, I had a, I had a lady when I, I pitched a nerve in my back, and I went to see her, and she was licensed. And all she would tell me is, you know, just don't move. You know, just do as little as possible. And she would lay me in her room and put put fucking electrodes on me, and did fucking zero to help me. Absolutely fucking zero. I went to another therapist, you know, also licensed, and gave me some exercises. My carpal tunnel went away. And this lady was telling me the exact opposite. Mm. You know, exact opposite. Both both licensed. Mm. So, you know, and hell, even while I was sitting there with the electrodes on, she took her dog out for a piss. Mm. So, you know, uh, you know, she was able to get a license. So, right. you know, I, I don't see what a license did her any good, bit of good. She basically got paid to tell everybody that came in that room, you know, just don't do anything. 
I've read books on it. They say rest is the best help. And that was her whole fucking thing. And then she would take her dog out for a piss. And she was certified. Certifiably insane, but we're full of shit. So that, that's what I think of certification sometimes. But yeah, I, I see your point. Uh, I'll drink your beer and you're not certified. What? I will drink your beer and you're not certified. I, I don't need a license for that, but yes. Well, if you were going to sell it, you would, wouldn't you? Um, if I were a business license, yeah. All right. See, I, I would drink your beer. I'll, I'll drink your beer without that. I think you can. That, actually, that is legal. I guess you, it is. You, you can make beer. You can make beer at I home. I guess you can grow weed now some places and give it to people, too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Or you could Bless donate you. You could do, donate some money. Bless you. Yes. Santa Annie wins. I don't know if I, I'm licensed to bless you, but... Oh, yeah, actually, I am. Yeah, you are. I am. You're I am. <laughs> so do, we, do you think we covered our, our, uh, our two points of view a little bit? I think so. All right. I think so. All right, so, well, there it is for another episode of Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. You want to email us at pnlpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Please follow, rate, and review. And bless every one of you. And bless everybody. Indeed. All right. Thank you.